because I, I know that I, it's, it's interesting because I completely recognize the fact that I am, um, out of integrity in so many different areas of my life. And I normally, when I see it happening or something, you know, I will be able to go, oh God, Becca, you know, pull your shit together and... I don't know if it is, um, I don't know where it's coming from. Um, I do know that one of the things that I, and I think this is maybe an important part of getting coached around is it was like, I kind of feel like I had all of this pressure that was moving me forward for so long you know, that it was just like one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. And then we had the, then, you know, certain things were finalized and things were done and all that stuff. And I feel like I almost just, just let go of everything. It was like, fuck it. I can't hold this, uh, all of these balls up in the air yeah. anymore. I'm just going to drop them all and walk away and be like, a big fuck you to it all. <laughs> and so now the problem with that is that it's important things too. I mean, it's, it's my clients. It's my, the podcast. It's my, you know, even to an extent, some uh, like with my kids and, and that kind of thing. It's just like, I don't know if it was, and I don't, and I see it. I know it. I know what I'm, what's happening. I know that I'm out of integrity but I have a really big, like, fuck you attitude about it where I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed or I'm just going to, like, self-care myself or, you know, like, I've, it's literally been, yeah like, I look at two choices, like, I can do this work or I can take a nap. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm taking a yeah. nap. And I know that I cannot live in this space <laughs> because, um, well, I won't make money. Uh, and I will be, and I affect other people and I, you know, all of those things. So I don't know exactly, I've never felt, and I think I've said this so many times over the last years, like I've never felt this way before in my life. I've never been a fuck it type of person. Um, in fact, usually when I get to a place like this, I push harder and just like really, really push myself through and I, I don't know why I can't get past the fuck it stage. Um, well, you haven't hit your done button yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You're not done being a fuck it. <laughs> but I can't keep being a fuck it. If you could give up. But you I can't, can't keep being a fuck it. I mean, like that. You can't? No. I mean, I've got things to do. I mean, I've got people... <laughs> So you don't want no, to. You could, I, though. I could. But do you want to? No, I don't. Because it's not who I am. And it makes me feel all squishy and gooey and gross inside. Because I'm like, it makes me nervous about everything. It's like, what did I drop the ball on? But then why do you keep doing it? I don't know. I don't know. Because it, well, there's got to be something that is worth doing it yeah. for. Right? Yeah. Or you wouldn't keep doing it. Right. Right. Got to be something. And that's... There's some kind of... 
there's something juicy in there, some kind of payoff or something. Usually, what is that? We get to be right about stuff. You could be right that you just are a fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. But love to be right. The first thing is to give up making it wrong that you are where you are. Can you do that? I Yeah, but that's... That's where, that's kind of the rub, is that I can really be right. like, okay, whatever. Like, I am okay. I like, <laughs> seriously am in this place where it's like, you know, the... You could be a slub for the rest of your life and you could just accept it yeah, and be okay. Yeah, just be like, whatever. That's how you feel. I don't think that's the truth about you. I don't think you would. I assert that, you know, you have just gone through one whole year after 13 years of marriage or 14, I don't know how 16. many years of marriage, how many 16. years of marriage? 16 years of marriage. You went through one year of the first year of all, and you're still doing it, all those first times of all that kind of stuff. And energetically, that just takes a shit ton of energy. Yes. Yes, it does. And so, I mean... I, I, there's some healing to do. There's some being gentle with yourself, but there's also then at some point you have to go, all right, goddamn, I gotta get back on the horse, <laughs> you know. But that's when we start taking baby steps and start talking yourself back into, into how how you really want to show up and who you want to really be. Right, and that's definitely not who I want to be. And when I do the things, you know, like I had a really amazing meeting the other day with a client, and it, everything was just clicking, and it was one of those things, and you walk out you know, feeling like during 10% of, you know, you're just like walking on air, you feel really great about everything. Um, I felt like I was back in the saddle, you know, I was just feeling really good about it. Um, and then I come home and it's like, do I want to make dinner? No. Fuck it. You know, like I'll order Subway. You know, it's like all of these things or I'm going to over the weekend, I should do X, Y, and Z, or I can binge watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Netflix. Um, you know, like it's just stupid. Um, but see, I would assert that you make it mean that. So you have this big win, right? You're floating on, you're on cloud nine. You're like, I'm back in the saddle, I'm back in the horse. Because when you're in that moment, you are focusing on what is working. Yes. Yes. Right. And then the second you get home, you make yourself wrong for not wanting to make dinner instead of being like, yeah, I had a big win. Let's go yellow sub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You go, I'm a piece of shit because I'm ordering yellow sub for my children again. No, it's So, I mean, it's, it's right now what I'm hearing is like there are wins in your life. You're actually having some good shit happen. It's just where your focus is on all the things that aren't happening. And that's why I assert you're making it wrong. You're not really an acceptance. You're saying you're accepting it while you're standing on the sidelines beating the shit out of yourself for it. Yeah, you're right. No, I think, yeah, you're definitely... You're not I'm really, not really. You're not really going, oh, it's okay that I watch Netflix all day. You're really going, okay, I'm saying it's okay that I watch Netflix all day while really, while I'm watching Netflix, I'm telling myself I'm a piece of shit the whole time I'm doing it. Yep. <laughs> So those are not the same no. thing. <laughs> Let's be clear to our listeners. When I say give up making it wrong, it does not mean you do what the fuck you want and then beat the shit out of yourself while you do it and say that you're not making it wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. That's probably not going to 
not going to work, huh? I, uh, um, <laughs> that is not no, working. <laughs> no. So then I just, then it's a vicious cycle because then it's like. <laughs> well, that's exhausting, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Like, can you get the level of energy it takes to go ahead and be out of integrity, but then beat the crap out of yourself the entire time that you're out of integrity? Yes. <laughs> This is why I say, like, all that's missing here is just, like, deciding how it's going to go and being intentional about saying, I'm creating it that way. Yes. So don't fucking work on weekends, first of all. <laughs> like, weekends, at least one day a week, there should be one day. I think every human being should have one day where it's a, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yes. I mean, I want you to do that all the time. But, especially, you know, like a work day, like a Saturday you know, no expectations. There should be zero expectations on the weekend as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but then that's what happens. You know, you like think about it from the podcast perspective is like I will put in my head, okay, I've got all of this client stuff that I need to get accomplished. I am trying to, you know, make sure that I shut myself down when the kids are here. I'm not working when the kids are here in the afternoon, evening, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'll say, okay, I'm going to edit you know, three podcasts this weekend when the kids are gone. And then I'm like, I get through the weekend and I haven't done it. And then it's like, shit. And then suddenly all the, it's like, I blink and it's Wednesday again. And I'm like, what the hell? How did it become Wednesday again? And I, I think that, you know, I've, I used to be, not used to, I don't know how to even describe it, but I think that it's, I have given up in a lot of ways some of my um, tools that I was using previously to keep myself organized and focused. Um, so, you know, my lists have gone out the window, like my calendaring has gone out the window. I've just been like kind of flying by the seat of my pants. Um, and so then I, Time flies really, really fast when I do it that way. Well, yeah, if it's not in the calendar, it's, it's it can't. I mean, yeah, yeah I, have, I do live by the calendar. I mean, it has to be in there. And it is. <laughs> I mean, it is. And part of that is just that you were big people, so we live big yeah. lives, so we have a yeah. lot yeah. in there. Like, I have a big plate, so lots on the plate, so it has to go on the calendar, which I, which I, eat. I mean, those tools are, for me, are important, and I would assert if you could give up making your, like, give up the make wrong. Well, yeah, and I think it's the... Oh, wow. I just had like a, one of those big, like, woo moments when you said that. Because it's, I'm not doing it how I used to do it. Um, yes. Yeah. And I can't do it how I used to do it because my life is completely nope. different. Right. Yeah. So I'm beating myself up for not being, doing things the same way that I always did. But I don't want to be doing things the same way I always did, and so there's the right. there's the rub. <laughs> is the right. uh, <laughs> how do I? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just even saying it that way makes it feel so completely different. Um, yeah, because that is that just hits me in a place where it's like where the fuck it is. No, it's almost like my, I don't know, my, telling, saying to myself, like, no, we're not going to keep doing 
what we've always done. You know, and so I'm stuck in this bucket place. It's almost like digging your heels right. in. Right. So it's like instead of it being like, okay, let's find new methodology, let's find new ways to do things, let's find new ways to be successful. It's I'm just I feel like I'm just throwing things up in the air versus doing that soul searching part of it too to the work of finding out what it, the new new normal new reality looks like. Yeah. Could that be fun? That part it of it. It could be. Yeah. I mean, then it's something that I looked forward to, which is interesting that I'm not sort of doing it now because it was something that I kept thinking, you know, I, I, I was excited by. Yeah. And now for... Interesting, but don't make right. yourself wrong for it. You're just doing it in whatever right. time. You're steering it. You're doing it. It's just timing. You know what I mean? Like, it's all a process. Which I think there's a lot of, you know, grief that's tied up in there, too, because this is all, you know, you're grieving your old life. You're... I think there's some resistance to it to change the way we dig in our heels around change as humans. We're just like, ah! It's like putting a, trying to put a cat in a bathtub, you know? Woof. Yeah. I just... It's interesting to hear it put in that thought process, you know, that, that way of thinking, you know, my, 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 um, what's the word? My, um, I'm just kind of like jumbled by the fact that that's what's happened, you know, that's what's happening. And it all sort of goes back to, and as I keep, you know, that, you know, we talk about the things that keep going on in our head and the things that we keep telling ourselves, even yeah. subconsciously is like, are that I have to put on the happy face in order to make other people feel comfortable with the fact that something big and not necessarily good ha just happened to me. Does that make sense? So uh -huh. it's like in the back of my head when you're saying, you know, it's okay to mourn. It's okay, you know, this is all those different things. My that voice in the back of my head pops up saying, no, like it, you are you're happy about this. Like you wanted this. This is, you know, you're gonna make other people feel uncomfortable if you are honest about how you feel especially those who have been sort of celebrating with you that this these changes that you've done these changes for yourself and that that you put yourself first and all of those things and that it should just be happy time um, mm. because yeah I feel like I can't I can't be sad I can't be... You know, I can't feel, I can't show anybody that kind of side of it. Um, Is that true? No. <laughs> um, well, part of it is, with, like with my kids, like I try very hard to, you know, make sure that they feel as safe and secure as possible. And I think that seeing mom sad is not a good thing. Um, especially when it comes to... 
Okay, let me give you an example of something that made me, like, literally triggered me into a fuck it, like, two couple of, like, a couple of days of fuck it. Um, we do Elf on the Shelf. Um, and so we have our elf, Rosie, who comes to visit the day after, that comes to Thanksgiving night. Um, and when she comes to visit, she always brings the kids new pajamas for, like, the winter pajamas cuddly time season. Um, so Chad had the kids for, um, Thanksgiving after two o'clock and into Black Friday. So the kids weren't home when Rosie normally appears, but, um, Rosie still came to visit, um, and was just waiting for them to come home. But when I went to pick them up, I found out that he had gotten this other German troll gnome thing. I don't know what it is, but it's kind of a similar concept to Elf on the Shelf. Um, and that he, they had done the same thing. This gnome came on Thanksgiving night and brought them pajamas. And it just like hit me in so many different places, I just wanted to, like, scream at the top of my lungs, like, don't fucking take away the things that I created. Like, this is, you never had anything to do with any of this. You had no idea what anything was going on. So, fuck you for taking that away from me. And then at the other side of it, I was, like, so sad that we had to have two different versions of this and that the kids were having to accept all of these new traditions that were going to be started. And then I was, you know, furious and frustrated again, thinking like, okay, don't, you don't get to take the traditions and, and make them yours because they weren't yours. Like you never did any of that. So I don't know. I just, and it just literally for, I swear, two days, I just was like, fuck all of it. Like, you know, I don't, screw it. I don't want to do it anymore. You know, like, I'll do something completely different. Fine. You can take away all of these things. And and it was all so negative. And it was just like, I didn't want to do anything. So it was just the next few days. It was literally like, I'm going to lay here on the couch and screw it all. That's a pretty normal response to having that particular thing happen. You know, it's hijacking, triggering. You would have to have your cortisol come down before you'd ever want to even try to respond to that. But And then there's all that grief tied up into that. That's a lot of grief. And you should just give yourself grace and let yourself watch TV for a couple of days or whatever's going to have you feel good. I do wish you had somebody like say these things to them, make sure that they're not like in the moment, not two weeks, four weeks later when you're talking to me, but like, you know, more the next day or something. I don't know if you have a situation like that. I hope uh-huh. you do. Where you're talking to somebody that they can get you to make sure you're clear about not making that mean anything. Like it doesn't, there's a whole me- underlying meaning. I think you're probably layering on top of all that, that isn't necessarily, you know, that's just part of the response. Yeah. No. And I, I do have people, I just haven't used them. Um, 
Yeah. Because again, I think that it sounds when I even just now say telling that story out loud, I feel ridiculous. Like I feel like I can't. It, oh, I don't think it's ridiculous. It, it's a freaking. Of course, it's isn't it? I should be saying, isn't it great that he took this opportunity and created this for the kids and was doing it, even if it's the same thing, you know, I, I should be supporting <laughs> it, you know, like, yeah, that's wonderful that he, you could be doing that it would be completely unauthentic. <laughs> you know, I, I think that, I think that would be just you being full of shit at this point, but I mean, you could do that and we want to get you there, but the initial response has to, I mean, you know, it's like you're a human being for crying out loud. I mean, yeah. It would take a big human to be able to go, wow, you just duplicated my tradition that I created for all these years. And you know what I mean? Like it would be, it would be hard not to respond that way. You know what I mean? It'd be hard not to get hijacked by that would be hard. not. How does he not see that? How does he not see that that's Because he is in his world and he's not in your world. You're in your own world and he's in his own world. Right. And you were in a marriage with him for a long time and you were not in the same world. That's so true. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, part of me was like, God, well, he remembered that there were freaking pajamas. I mean, how did he even remember that that was a thing? You know, I'm like, see, ridiculous. Good for yeah. him. He remembered, he remembered pajamas. pajamas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he can do this, that whatever thing. And I mean, you can decide to keep Rosie or not. Your kids are, might be. I don't know. My kids were creeped out by Elf on the Shelf from the time my sister got him an Elf on the Shelf, and they thought it was creepy. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so they, no. they destroyed it. They took it down, and we, you know, we even told them at like four years old, we're like, you know, you're not supposed to touch that thing. And they're like, this is creepy. I'm taking it down. I'm throwing it in the trash. Like, this is. They thought it was just weird and creepy. Oh, I love so, it. Uh, oh yeah, no. And now Rose does. Now Rose does Doll in the Hall around Halloween though, and that's funny. Very funny. Oh my god. It's a creepy doll that she has made into a creepier looking doll and it moves around the house and stares at you. <laughs> <laughs> and she does that around Halloween. I, I helped her participate this last this past Halloween when she she started doing it and it creeped Emmett out and it was hysterical. That is so funny. Yeah. Oh I love it. I love it. Oh gosh, I check that kid's brain. I swear to God, Rose is gonna like be the most like she's No, she's so funny. She's so creative. She's so creative. Oh, man, yeah, so, yeah, I've got to, but, I mean, yeah, I think that that's just a perfect, another, it's just a ex- perfect example of, you know. Yeah, and here's the deal, here's the deal. So, this is, for now, your new normal is having a couple of great days and maybe getting hijacked and having a couple of shitty days, right? <laughs> but it's just like anything else, throughout time, as time goes by, there's going to be less and less surprises, because this is your first year right? He's going to get into a routine. You're going to get into a routine. You're going to be less and less surprises. You're going to have more and more long days. You've just got to give yourself the grace to like, and, and, you know, maybe make some deals with yourself. Like if you see yourself having a couple of days like that, tag somebody to pass stuff off to, or, you know, cause you want to do whatever you can to stay in integrity is what I'm saying. Cause now you've got the eyes to be able to see this. I think for a while, this has just been like, I can't even see this, but you know, I mean, give yourself the grace to grieve, babe. This is big stuff. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you want it or not. It's still painful. Yeah. I think that that's where, yeah, I think that that's where I get myself caught up is the idea that 
I can't, I can't be sad, I can't grieve because this was something that I wanted. Um, but it is sad. I mean, it's just sad. I mean, I'm sad for my kids. God, I've been through, I mean, I've had my heart broken many times. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I wasn't married for 16 years, but two of those relationships were like headed to the altar. I mean, I was, and they were, and I, I'm telling you, whoo, that shit, that, it's painful. <laughs> it just, and everything changes. You have to change your whole house. You have to separate your shit. You're, you know, this is a, someone you thought you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Now that's not happening. You know, like your friends get weird, like everything. It's all just weird. Yeah. Now, and you have, I mean, I've seen, it's just, you got to give yourself grace. Okay. Now, I think you're, you're completely right. And it's the, it's, I've got to take the excuse out of fuck it and put it into this is actually part of the self-care around this time of my life is that I'm going to have some fuck it days and (laughs) that's just going to be reality. And so when I don't have a fuck it day, when my day is, you know, filled with, you know, when things are going well and I'm moving and grooving, then take advantage of that and, you know, really get some shit done. Well, here's what I know about you and what I know about all the women that are listening to us that are, you know, into this work because it's about progress, not perfection. Because I know all of you, we can always count on you to power through and get the shit done eventually that you got to get done, right? Like, you're you're not going to give up on work and enti- life entirely work entirely i mean you're just not going to no. <laughs> you're just not you're not wired up to you're not able to you're not wired up to it's usually the work stuff that you go to first so i mean you know you're gonna find a balance in this you just gotta be gentle with yourself and i do think that you have to you know there's like things you can do to support yourself around being integrity now that you know that this is your new normal you know like whatever your new normal is but you gotta be kind to yourself because this is some heavy shit hitting you and one of the things I don't think that we talk enough about or are informed enough about is when people have a tra- – this is a trauma. Like when you have a trauma, you have to recover from a tra- – you know, there's healing to do. Right? Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, if our culture was more trauma-informed, we would have trauma days on our work and have people understand that there's days that are just – I mean, how do you call in traumatized? You yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, that's but I, a very good question. How many, women, how many women do you personally know that had to take an extra semester in college because of some rape or some trauma? I can tell you. Yeah, I knew. I know too many. I know at least right now I can right off the top of my head start rattling off at least four or five names. Of I can, well, me. At least <laughs> I can be like me. I, me yeah, I had an extra me. year because of what happened. Yeah. Had an extra semester. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I just got rocked off my gourd um, with flashbacks and trauma, right? So when we experience trauma, <laughs> there's just, I don't know, there's just a certain amount of healing to do, and you got to be kind to yourself along the way. But you are not going to quit. No. And so you're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to just steps. baby steps. Yeah. I've got to just recognize. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I as I'm sitting here thinking about it and thinking sort of about the hidden ways that I've been beating myself up, um, I am like, 
Okay, I can re- I can completely release that. Like I can definitely say that's not worth it or healthy. Um, and I think by looking at it from the perspective of I've got to be respectful, just like if I was sick, you know, just maybe you're sick for a couple of days and then you feel better until you even overdo it because you're like so happy that you're feeling better and then you end up going down right. again for you know so if I'm just more kind to myself on a day-to-day basis whether it's a uh-huh. good day bad day whatever it might be um, I'm not going to end up crashing as much as I've been crashing uh, so okay yeah well and if you're not making yourself wrong in all those other ways all those ways you've been beating the crap out of yourself that's exhausting oh, yeah. energetically yeah. that energy has been just and part wasted. of the crash is that energetically you're trashing yeah. yourself yeah Completely, yeah. And it's if I can let go of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I can almost, I mean, it explains so many different pieces, though, too. Like, the, just the general exhaustion that I've been feeling. You know, you're just like, why am I so tired? Like, I slept fine. I, you know, there's no reason why I've not been doing anything major. Like, why am I so tired? Oh, I'm so tired because I'm beating myself up constantly, and that takes a whole lot of energy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate sure. the the uh, time, and I do apologize yeah. to our listeners for being me too not in integrity around the podcast. Um, I feel like I kept thinking that I would be, and I needed this kind of kick in the pants to not kick in the pants, just to wake up um, to the reality of yeah. where I'm at uh, before I was able to really go there. So the podcast is definitely something that we are both on board with and continuing and all of that. We're not going away. Um, I really appreciate, (laughs) really appreciate your patience (laughs) with me over the last few months and we will have new content up and ready to roll here very soon. And we'll have the more consistent. I do think that I'm going to move the release date to Thursdays, um, just based upon the new kid schedule. Um, Tuesdays, I mean, Wednesdays have become kind of difficult, um, to get that out depending on when I'm able to, to do editing and that kind of stuff. But I think if I have Thursday, um, that will make it a lot easier. So I will, we will update the website and we'll update you guys on the Facebook page and stuff, but expect that Thursday mornings you will receive a new episode each week. I want to let our listeners know that I'm doing a live event here in Lawrence, Kansas. Yes. Uh, some of you may have, uh wanted to do a live event with me if you've ever wanted to do a seminar with me um the course is 179 dollars so um it's a six hour day and uh if you would like to come and be with me for the day i'd love for you to fly in and come spend the day with me if you're a listener from lots of other places and if you're from lawrence uh of course we're going to be at miscellies and that's january 23rd so um hopefully can we put a link to that in the show notes for this Start letting people know that uh, it's going to be a real. I'm real excited about it. We're going to pack in that ballroom and have over 100 people in there doing this work, and I'm really excited That's about so it. It's awesome. like a first, first big. I think I might just do them once a year, um, maybe twice. I don't know, but right now, just for this year. That's all I have my eye on is just doing it this one time. So, um, but I do uh, want to continue to spread the work because I love love teaching it, and I'm getting cleaner and cleaner, better, faster at it. And so uh, if you'd like to come spend the day with me, I'd love to meet you in person. And you could come hang out in Lawrence, Kansas 
for a couple of days and uh, do yourself a favor and do Lean Inside Live. Yes. All right. All right. You're going to love it here. You can check out all the places that we talk about. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks. Have a great day. Hey, before we go, thank you always, 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 and again for your vulnerability and your willingness to share yourself and um, to continue on the path of practical and personal transformation for yourself. And for being a, you know, just sharing yourself the way you do and being a role model for these people. It's inspiring and it makes a huge difference. And we appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity too. So thank you guys. We love you and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.